Oh, hello, Internet, and welcome back to the Tapstream Podcast, episode 18. Uh, I can't believe we did it. We had finished everything that was apples and oranges related, and uh, it was a very, very fun read to do with Dear Christopher. Um, We've been struggling about what we wanted to do in a post-apples and oranges world because we were having so much fun reading um, something that I had wrote years ago, and we thought that this might be the end of our endeavor. But fortunately, uh, dear Christopher found a book that he had written back when he was 13, 12 or 13, somewhere around there. And uh, we took the time to read it in this episode. It's not something that's going to span the course of weeks. Uh, we did finish it in one episode, but it was an entirely fun read. So if you've been enjoying the last couple of weeks, you're in for another treat and maybe possibly something more teased at the end. The only way you're going to know is if you tune in and listen. See you on the other side, everybody. Have a good one. You're recording. I, I was trying to get to it, but uh, I caught that first. I didn't catch that first part, but yeah, I'm recording now. Oh, man. Okay, good. Oh, God. So give me the context. What what When was this, that this book that you uh, wrote? This was... Oh, man. Uh, let me see. Hang on. This was, I, I mean, 2002, maybe mm-hmm. 2004, June 8th, 2004. How old would so, you have been? Uh, let's see. I was probably six summer of sixth grade going to seventh grade. Nice. So <clears throat> Jesus, <laughs> um, My, I was, oh, go ahead. I don't know how far we're getting into this just yet. But I do want to say I'm scrolling just a little bit ahead and I got to the table of contents and I love how it's page one, chapter one, page two, chapter two, page three, chapter three, and so on up to chapter six. <laughs> so trust me, Chelsea's over my shoulder right now. What are you doing? I was going to say it's it's I don't. I don't like being on this side of this. <laughs> <laughs> I just did five weeks of this. It's your turn. No, I fully get it. I just, I'm like, so I'm just going to hide behind childlike wonder. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, in your defense, you were a lot younger when you wrote this. I mean, yeah. if you have as half as many grammatical errors as I did in apples and oranges, I think you still come out okay. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we'll see this is gonna be something else mm-hmm. and and like and for, I, I don't even go ahead and for and for clarity i have not read this you actually tried to send this to me probably when yeah. we were on book three of apples and oranges and i told you no 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 no. i i'm not gonna read this until we are recording well look um i'm fully aware i'm fully prepared to to blank out a couple names in here and send this or make this public like i i've i've already put it on reddit before like a long time ago i posted it to the subreddit um blunder years if you're familiar yeah i'm familiar with it (laughs) so i posted it there um so i'm i'm prepared to share it but i have i so i was at my mom's like my mom uh is an office manager for a for a uh like a dental uh surgeon like a specialist Mm -hmm. and um <clears throat> she used to like in the summer i guess i i don't know maybe I, I i don't know if i wasn't allowed to stay at home i was probably that's probably accurate i wasn't allowed to stay at home like alone which is 
fair like given yeah. the con like given the fact that this book <laughs> exists <laughs> who knows what you like, would do left exactly. left up to your own imaginations <laughs> so um yeah so she brought me to her work and i i hammered this one out over the course of a day oh wait 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 wait, wait. so you're telling me this wasn't like a school assignment you did this for fun oh no this was during the summer this was oh my god this makes it so yeah. much better <laughs> i just i was bored and i was given access to a computer so i but like I, I, I want to say, and I might be romanticizing, but I want to say that my mom told me that I wasn't allowed to go on the internet. Mm -hmm. Well, the so, internet's like, a dangerous place. You're gonna meet some fucking weirdos. Exactly. Yeah. So, exactly. So I, I think that's the case. I think that she was just like, you can't go on the internet, but you can play and paint or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. There's no telling, you know. Yeah. And so, I. So I, I'm gonna okay. So I read this again about a year. No, it's been about four, three or four years mm -hmm. ago. And um, so I recall that this was around the time that I had discovered the movie Airplane. Yes. Uh, which I actually like brought up in in Apples and Oranges. Nothing is real, man. Nothing is real. <laughs> right. And so this was around the time that I first started watching that movie. And so there. Ugh, like it's gonna be so cringy like i i like the, my famous famous my my like internally like infamous joke of if my life had a work sided page like you're gonna get to see just how far back that goes i'm so excited it's gonna be bad so i'm so go yeah i'm looking at the title page here and i don't know like i because i looked at it have we said what the name of the, the book is yet no, and and that's actually funny. I didn't name the book until after I wrote it. Oh my god! And I had no. I mean, I I did this in a day, so I didn't have like a plan. Mm -hmm. I just started writing stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, read the title. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. The square root of a piece of pie. Oh. Two. I don't know if I can say this name or not, so I'm not going to. Two no. name from Chris. And the thing that and, tripped me up is this the two slash from is like you used a stamp for this. <laughs> so this is official. You was, you, you wanted okay. it to be as official like, as possible. Yeah, like she had like a like she had like a fucking printer and mm -hmm. staple like like I stapled this. Oh, like I can see it in the scans. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> okay. So I'm trying to I'm trying to to, wait what did i why did i apologize okay so the name i won't say the name but it's to at the time my baby cousin mm -hmm. and well now that makes it more adorable but but i didn't write no no no. okay so i wrote this book and then printed copies for certain family members mm -hmm. i didn't <laughs> i didn't like like this copy that i took scans from was dedicated to her the oh. book wasn't written for oh. her <laughs> No, I had much more grandiose. That, that makes this. it even better. It's like, here, this is going to be worth something someday. <laughs> yeah. no, you personalized right. it. And and the worst part is on like page uh, two of this scan, I'm pretty sure I autographed it. Like, well, dude, you uh, uh, you you autographed it on page one because again, I'm going to continue. Square root of a piece of pie. Two person from Chris. <laughs> There is a wonderful drawing of a pie uh, in, in just the happiest face you could ever see. And then underneath it is illustration by 
and it's your name in cursive. Then right underneath is your name in print. And then underneath that is written by your name in print. Oh, I was like, you wanted you people to know. Wait, let's see. I gotta do the math on this. So that's, uh, that's four. No, that can't be. God, I hope I wasn't 13. That seems old. That seems like. I guess I was 13. This was 2004, so... Yeah, if 2004, I would have been 13, 14, somewhere around there. And you're oh, one year younger man. than me. I thought I was younger. That sucks. <laughs> that sucks. Oh, man. So so it was in June, so I was 12. Like, okay, oh, that's yeah, that's better. fine. I mean, the, the going into your teens from pre-teens is a world of difference. Yeah, like, no 13-year-old should be doing this, but mm -hmm. 12 is cool. <laughs> So oh, yeah, so you can finally start watching PG thirteen movies, man. They oh, man. they change I, your so life. That's why I wrote books back then because I had nothing to do. <laughs> All the PG movies were done for. Mm -hmm. Um, so I clearly had ambition. Mm -hmm. Like the the table of contents I wrote, like I think I like a letter to the editor maybe mm -hmm. or maybe like a like a author's note, and the author's note is Chris Roach wrote this book in less than four hours and loves it. <laughs> One will be coming again soon, which was a lie. None, nothing ever came which after I, that. I do love for for everything Apples and Oranges brought with the post credit scenes that was stemmed from Marvel. You you were queuing in on that Marvel stuff before they even did, because like every movie ends with Thanos will return in Avengers Endgame or <laughs> Tony Stark will return. <laughs> man, that's a lot of credit. Yeah, <laughs> you were ahead of the know, curve, man. I don't know that that's accurate, but sure. <laughs> so. Oh God, I'm I'm on I'm on scan three now. So I don't know how long this I don't know how long it's gonna take to read this. Yeah, I'm I will say my bear like my my bucket of cringy writing is very very shallow. So we can like you can interrupt. I know you gave me the 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 reins okay. on apples and oranges, but you can interrupt as much as you want. Like we can like I I was twelve. So we're not going to hurt my feelings. Like mm -hmm. let's let's tear this one up. And if it's, we've learned anything from Apples and Oranges, we're great at bullying. Oh man. I, and we even get like it, this like there's dialogue in this, so we even get to do voices and stuff. Fantastic. Oh yeah. But but there's not a lot, so Well, I want to go I already want to go ahead and interject here and say that one you're a fucking liar because I'm on page 4. <laughs> The table of contents clearly says that page four is chapter four. But <laughs> not only that, but chapter one cuts into a little bit of chapter two. <laughs> <laughs> so your uh, your table of contents is a is a throne of lies. God. Oh god. I I keep catching like you know when you're like okay, you know when you're like in public and you walk you like if you're in a crowded area and you just pick up like pieces of people's conversations. Yeah. And you just think like that's a funny conversation to be having. Um, I'm doing the same thing right now while scrolling, but instead of thinking that's funny, I'm thinking, why did I ever include that? Like I keep <laughs> catching little glimpses of of like words and stuff, and I'm like, oh god, uh, like I, like this is gonna be really bad. Like I, I don't. It's like take it from it's me. Like, from having just done this, the easiest way to do this is just rip that bandaid off. Yeah, I understand. I just this is like you know like the the it's not even a meme. It's like the whole like RAR XD thing holds up spork. 
yes so that whole like copy pasta is this is like this this book is, or this whatever this is is like right in that sweet spot of when i was in my like rar xd phase and i think i think that's really good context moving forward man i think if it would have just waited a couple more years this probably would end up as one of your myspace bulletins <laughs> Oh god, it definitely would have at least made it to Zanga because Zanga was only like a few. Like I had to have gotten to Zanga like a few months after this. You were like, man, look what I can do in ten pages. Imagine if I had the infinite internet. Because uh, like <laughs> my Zanga, I remember. Let me know if I'm going too far. I'm starting to no, understand no, no. your plight in apples and oranges. No, 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 no. You, you, you keep going. I'm just gonna keep being self-deprecating. But um, I like this has nothing to do with anything. But um. My Zanga, uh, oh god, what was my so my first Zanga? Like, I'm not even a fan of Green Day, yeah, like, I've never really liked Green Day, but my Zanga profile name was Boulevard of Basket Cases. Oh my god, Boulevard of Basket Cases. It sucks to say out loud. Well, a lot like, of people don't I, know this to sign up for a Zanga profile, you actually had to pass like Green the Day. <laughs> yeah, you had to pass the loyalty test of Green Day. Uh, what were you gonna say? What were you going to say? You had to pass the loyalty test of Green Day. Wait, was that your joke? Yeah, that was my joke. Fuck you. Oh, Let's shit. read your book. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to deflate it. I was trying to interject. Listen, man, they can't all be winners. Come on. <laughs> we're going to edit it around that fucking one. Uh, okay. Um, before we proceed, I want to know, like, what's the, what's the best way to do? Like, do you... Do you want to alternate? Because there's there's not like a ton of dialogue, but yeah. there's dialogue. So do you want me to read it or do you want to read it and just... How about, like, look, it looks like there's stuff. six chapters. Why don't we alternate chapters? Three and three. Yeah, because the I'll, chapters don't I'll look open. too... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, this, this whole thing is like a six-page scan, and I'm pretty sure it's like 14-point font, so it's going to go quick. Yeah. But, um, yeah, okay. Well, yeah, I'll introduce chapter one, and then you can take two and so on and so forth. Okay, cool. I'm all ears. I'm ready. I'm excited. I'm sure you are. Okay. <coughs> God. All right. Uh, chapter one, the square root of a piece of pie. Last time. I'm kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> we'll open up with a panoramic shot. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Chapter one. The square root of a piece of pie was the greatest problem in the world, and I was chosen to solve it. Uh, <laughs> Carry on, carry on, carry on. It was, uh, it no, was okay, hard. hold on. I am going to interject. Just based off the freaking the cover art of this smiling piece of pie, I, in a million years, never would have guessed that this was going to open up as a noir movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, that's what that's what's happening. Let's go for it. All right, keep in mind the like like holds up spork thing because mm -hmm. that's definitely what's about to happen. <clears throat> the square root of a piece of pie was the greatest problem in the world and I was chosen to solve it. It was a dark summer night and the howling dogs were telling me that I was too fat to eat any more <laughs> snacky cakes. Well, I thought, maybe if they wouldn't be so condescending, I would look decent enough for them. But, oh God. Ugh. But back to the story. Were you all right, man? Was uh, anything going on that summer? I don't know. I don't know. So here's some context. This was written right around the time that I met Bobby. I'm mm -hmm. pretty sure. Yeah. Like I think we were. For, I think we were fresh friends. For context, uh, Bobby 
describe him, please? Just for just oh, in the man. con, yeah, for people that don't know. How do you describe a guy like that? Um, Tell, I don't. I know I'm going to get the story wrong, but when I think of Bobby, my favorite story is that you said you were hanging out at his place, and Bobby, like, situated himself in a corner and pretended to be a house plant <laughs> until his dad got annoyed. <laughs> And when he said something, no. to, okay, carry on. Pick up where I'm going because no. I I don't know the full story. Okay, so he had a couch that. Oh God, that's so funny. This is Bobby. He had a couch, uh, like a sectional, but they didn't have this like the corner section, so it would just like meet and make like a square <clears throat> in the corner of the living room. And <laughs> goddamn, Bobby would stand in the corner as straight and vertical as he possibly could like as like lock his knees and like make a straight face and like stand as vertically as he could and then his 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 stepdad would be watching tv his name was bill his stepdad would be bill watching and tv <laughs> two world one friends on a big city adventure um two friends so, one family it's just called it's it's called two brothers <laughs> Uh, anyway, so Bobby would be in the corner and he would be standing vertical, like, I mean, as straight as he po- like a plank. And Bill obviously knew he was there, but Bobby would pretend like Bill couldn't see him. So he would, and Bobby's like 13, you know, he's, he's probably a year or two older than me. And so he would stand in the corner, pretend that Bill couldn't see him standing as like, like straining to stay stiff. And then he would just kind of fall onto the couch like and just kind of like bounce i guess like you would off like a trampoline or something and he would just i don't know why like i like think about what's the point of that like yeah, what like what what's is, your end game what do you gain there but bill would lose his fucking mind he would freak out because it would piss him off so bad he'd be like bobby god damn it like <laughs> he would just I don't know. I guess I I guess like him standing there and pretending to not see Bill would would like test his patience. And then when he'd fall, and he wouldn't like he wouldn't just like fall. He would like like fall like a skyscraper would fall, or like maybe a a, a I don't know a stack of Legos or something would just fall really slowly. And he would just fall onto the couch and then bounce off onto the floor and make a ton of noise. And it would piss Bill off because he'd be trying to watch TV. It's the weirdest thing. Like Bobby's a a strangely he finds things that shouldn't be funny insanely funny he used to run from one end of his hallway down to the other and about midway through he'd just trip and fall and make as much noise as he could just to piss bill off like it was so it was so weird but it was so funny so and that's not like the only that's not like the only comedy uh return he had like he Mm -hmm. he's done he's done you know stand-up comedy and stuff he's a he's a very funny uh and well-written guy in terms of jokes and comedy so um and and all that to to be said i didn't show him this like i don't think that i ever was i never showed anybody this mm-hmm. actually this is um, the the world premiere yeah you know, in a way yeah why would i ever bring this to anybody um so yeah um so tell I you think, man your your english teachers probably would have got a kick out of it oh i think you just i think you just like stirred a very painful memory i think i might have given this to somebody Uh oh <laughs> yeah. no 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 i wouldn't have done that uh yeah who would do that (laughs) (laughs) no i don't think i i don't think i did that because i don't think i would have liked any of my teachers enough to want to share this with them oh god okay all right let's continue oh no i'm sorry we didn't even get to the point of bringing up bobby 
Uh, the point I was getting at was I'm pretty sure that I was just trying to like make him like I was I I wanted to like be funny. Mm -hmm. and, I, and he was so funny. So I I don't know. Maybe I like that might explain why I'm hamming it up so much. Uh okay. Anyway, but back to the story. Okay. It was a dark summer night and the howling dogs were telling me that I was too fat to eat any more snacky cakes. Well, I thought maybe if they wouldn't be so condescending, I would look decent enough for them. But back to the story. I was chosen to solve the problem, and I had no leads. I was forced to run a series of tests on a single piece of blueberry pie. Here's the dialogue. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, Here's the you, dialogue. Yeah, it's going to be kind of hard, because I didn't write like you did for Apples and Oranges, so um, it, it, it's back and forth. Okay. So, if, it, if it's so alternating, I'll, I'll take the I'll take alternating. You take the first. Okay. Yeah, you take the first. Okay, uh, just to backtrack, I was forced to run a series of tests on a single piece of blueberry pie. Here is the dialogue. What do you know about the square root of piece of pie? I know nothing, for I am just a small piece of blueberry pie. You're lying. The lie detector test proves you're wrong. I will ask you again. <laughs> what do you know about the square root of a piece of pie? <laughs> <laughs> Well, one day I was in a dark alley, and I was I was just sitting there, and a crude piece of blackberry pie came up to me and threatened me if I didn't tell him what he wanted to know. Of course, I didn't know what he was talking about, for I had no information prior to him telling me of what he wanted to know. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> well, I, of course, am an average blueberry pie slice, and I wasn't the sharpest piece of pie, so I knew... Ugh. So I knew very little of math and algebraic <laughs> equations. So I told him I had no news of this and whatever he wanted, I didn't have. So he flaked the bottom corner of my crust off and left. He was so cruel, I couldn't bear it. All right, son, that's enough. Oh, God. Wow. So I, I love how Batman and the uh, <laughs> the maid that tries to, to, to hit on Jerry and Rick and Morty are interacting in this first chapter. We've really taken this and given it legs. Mm -hmm. Okay. <clears throat> I knew that little piece of pie knew nothing. The lie detector test told everything to be true. And I couldn't blame or point fingers. I had no resorts. But I couldn't panic. So what to do? I knew it once. After just one snacky cake, I went to find the blackberry pie. The blueberry pie, George... <laughs> God. The blueberry pie, George told me I could find him at the big black hole. As I thought to myself as to where it was, I asked him what this big black hole was. Here's you. What is the big black hole? <laughs> well, it's a vast dark hole, but that's not important right now. It's on the corner of John and Denver on the 53rd yard line. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so is this bar located on the football field? <laughs> I guess I don't even know what joke. I don't even know what I was doing there. I'm mm -hmm. not even a fan of football. I don't even know what I was doing. It feels like you just you picked the most typical football name, John, and, I, and you took Denver because I'm assuming Denver Broncos in the 53rd yard line. John Denver is a country artist. Like I don't oh, even know what he? I was doing. Yeah, I don't even know what I was doing. Like I don't I don't get it. But I think you're right. I think it's just like a trifecta. Oh. And, Okay, let us let me read this, and then let's finish this dialogue, because i got a lot to circle back on. Okay, okay. Uh, 
Well, it's a vast dark hole, but that's not important right now. It's on the corner of John and Denver on the 53rd yard line. Surely you don't think I could find this place. Of course I'm sure. And stop calling me uh, Shirley. Oh, no! <laughs> okay, so I blatantly, blatantly ripped off a, an airplane line mm-hmm. just now because because surely you don't like that's a that's a line from airplane yeah and i um, mentioned when you brought it up that i have never seen airplane but even i know that line <laughs> yeah well so there's another joke from that movie where um where i'm trying to like not it, this movie's from like the 70s i'm not really worried about Oh God, I'm reading ahead and I shouldn't do that. Um, I shouldn't be worried about spoilers, but there's this one joke where someone says, we need to, we need to get them to the hospital. And this, this other person says the hospital, what is it? And he says, well, it's a big place where they treat sick people, but that's not important right now. So I guess that I was trying to go for like laughs at that point, but now that I'm reading it out loud, I just want to (laughs) die. Like, I just blatantly ripped off Airplane mm-hmm. twice. Hey, listen, so I, it happens to the best of us. And I'm reading, oh, Jesus Christ, I'm reading the next part, and I, like, I had, uh, so I there's a movie called Bringing Down the House, and it was Steve Martin and Queen Latifah and Eugene Levy and a couple other actors, actors and actresses, but those are, that's the main cast. I don't know if you remember this movie. It sounds um, vaguely familiar. So the trailer was really popular and it was like, it's Steve Martin and he's opening the door with some champagne in his hands. And he says, I hope you would like sham. And then he open like the, it pan, the camera pans to Queen Latifah and it's clearly not who he was expecting. And so he, instead of saying, I hope you like champagne, he says, I hope you like shampoo. And it's like, I don't know. I, I thought I was thinking maybe that would, trigger the trailer in your mind but i guess it didn't Mm -mm. um it was it was like it was definitely probably like 2002 2003 and it was like like steve martin had it all (laughs) like you know it was like that kind of thing steve martin can make it through high school (laughs) and like his world is turned upside down when he dates uh inmate zoinks you know it was like that kind of movie <laughs> like that's literally what happens like he meets an inmate on the internet and then like pew who let the dogs him. out as the trailer yeah. soundtrack yeah like seriously anyway so i so i'm gonna go ahead and apologize for this next part because i don't know what it's gonna be but it might be something mm-hmm. and uh oh god I, I, okay <clears throat> all right i'm picking it back up So, after I had a drink of water and a sliver of a ding-dong, I found this blackberry pie. He was very gruff, and he hadn't shaved in weeks. Keep in mind, the blackberry pie hadn't shaved in weeks. I'm going to assume that the pie, the the shaving, would be whipped cream? I don't know. No, because I go on to explain it. Okay. He was very gruff and hadn't shaved in weeks. He looked like an onion that had started to sprout little brown hairs, but I had to confront him. I need to. I need you to tell me a little something, something about the square root of a piece of pie, yo. What do you know about that, huh? I know that there's a sizable amount of money riding on this case, and I could possibly split fifty-fifty with you, dig? Uh, how much are we talking here? Oh, in the sum of four hundred billion. Sounds good. <laughs> 
well, what do I have to do with it? Well, you know something that can lead to me to the moolah. You threatened a colleague of mine about a week ago. He was about, let's say, five inches long. <laughs> he was a blueberry pie slice, and a very delectable slice he was. Did did this protagonist taste him? Would I don't I really don't know. Oh, full of plot holes. <laughs> he would he told me you assaulted him and told him like hold on, told him like <laughs> Hold on, I gotta read this normal. I don't know if I can do this. He told me you assaulted uh, him and told him lick a doo doo lick a doo da cha cha like a sissy girl. Oh God. Oh, so apparently I was watching Bruce Almighty too. Um, Steve Carell says that whenever Bruce Almighty or whenever the main character of Bruce Almighty like takes mm-hmm. over Steve Carell and makes him say stuff, mm-hmm. he makes him say, "I like a doo da cha cha." <laughs> and so I guess I guess it was inspiring I don't know I guess it gave me life he like a doo doo cha cha like a sissy girl <laughs> oh my god uh, let me continue he said you forced him to give him what you wanted to know I think you like to I think you link to this square root problem <sighs> yes I know a friend of a friend who talks about this time continuum and about how he wait when did time get thrown into this <laughs> when did we when did this happen oh just now uh, oh man this you okay i have a i have this fear that you are assuming that i write as well as you do in terms of developing a story no 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 that don't put me on that case. pedestal that's not the case uh, now is the time continuum i'm continuing <laughs> Yes, I know of a friend of a friend that talks about this time continuum and about how he is going to one day devise a plan to further complicate this square root problem. I think he's a madman, but he has half of the plan already on the paper pad with a pen. That's not erasable, you know. God damn it. This... <laughs> the friend is... A, that's a, when you write in pen, you know it's serious business. What a bad joke. Like, what a bad... That's not funny. Like, it's... <laughs> It makes me want to die. All right. The friend is Bob Zagrickany. He is, li- he is linked to Dr. Health Onion. He is the psycho you want. You'll find Bob at 4545 Boot Scoot Drive. Go now, Mr. Detective, who is solving the square root of a piece of pie. Fly, fly. That's a line from Austin Powers. Nice. So, so there you go. Mm-hmm. All right. You you take the reins. Read chapter two. Okay. <clears throat> All right. What? Uh, by the way, what a great cliffhanger. <laughs> Yeah, is yeah. Thanks. <laughs> uh chapter 2. So, after some persuasion, I got the blackberry pie to come with me on a journey of self-discovery. <laughs> and, of course, he tries to send him like the guy like he tells him the address and it's not it's not assumed that the the piece of pie comes with him, but I just decided to change it, I guess. Cover that plot hole. Keep going. I love that you've constructed this world of pie as though it is like some Pixar Cars universe where everybody. I know with with literally no setup. Yeah, like there was never there was never any establishing like literature that says pie can talk and it's fine. Well, yeah. I mean, it's almost like, you know, how everybody assumes that Humpty Dumpty was an egg, but literally nowhere in the po- poem do they say 
Humpty Dumpty is an egg. Oh my god, I think you just broke me. <laughs> I've never thought about that. Oh man. All right, let me uh, oh, let me I go. Hate that. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, wait till you find out where the that the little piggy wasn't actually going shopping. Yeah, I I, I just got that the other day. Same. Uh, I got the blackberry pie to come with me on my journey of self-discovery. And, of course, the square root thing. We ventured to Bob Zigerconi's. What is it? Zigrickony. Zigrickony's condo. He was very surprised to see us. After we had confronted him with our own language, he told us this was a very surprising thing. Considering I came to his house with no prior news and had with me a five-inch talking piece of blackberry pie. Okay, so question. Uh-huh. I assumed everybody was a piece of pie. Is our protagonist just a human being? Yeah, it's just a normal human. There's an illustration of him on the back page. Okay, cool. So it's just <laughs> it's a man and a piece if you, of If you want to pause and scroll No, 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 no. I'll let that develop. I want to see that at the end after everything. <laughs> oh man. Oh, Considering I came to his house with no prior news and had with me a five inch talking piece of blackberry pie. It was truly a scary sight, but I have seen far worse. For instance, a French woman with a mustache, armpit hair, the works. Oh, God. Nice. It's 2004. Yeah. I, was... I got my editing work cut out for me. But <laughs> but as I asked him about the predicament I was chosen to fondle with, oh. a slight feeling of insecurity rushed over me. I knew it wasn't cramps for I didn't have enough snacky cakes today. Usually it takes six to ten of them to cramp me up. The feeling, what a what a wide range. Oh, man. The feeling was fear, for I didn't know how this Bob man worked, and if he was a big spender, he would surely have many guns and other lethal weapons. But I couldn't stop now. As I rushed to the Blackberry's Pies ride, Scruff, I later named him, I whispered to him to take the left and I would go outside. So I rushed to the... Oh, as I rushed to the Blackberry Pie's side, Scruff, I laid... So, this main protagonist named him Scruff. He didn't have the courtesy to ask him what his name was? No, he just decided... I mean, okay, so... I'm assuming that Pie can talk, but it's not normal because it confused this Bob guy. So, I guess I was just like, you're a piece of Pie, you don't need to have a name. Or, or you don't probably have a name, so I'm just going to name you. And right. So I named him, or, or I didn't. I guess me. I don't know. The, the protagonist named him Scruff. I like it. I dig it. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Uh, I, I later named him. I whispered him to take a left and I would go outside. But as I full as I foolproofed to plan over, I... Shut up. <laughs> no, I'm... Pr- as I, <laughs> I thought you were messing with me. As I foolproofed the plan over. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm Listen, we, ha- we read Apples and Oranges as is. I'm trying to read this as is and make sense of it on the fly. No, that's fair. That's fair. Okay. As a foolproof, as I foolproofed the plan over, I saw I wouldn't be helping Scruffy, which wasn't good for him. So I would now go to the right side of the man. Once he would be surrounded, we would tie him up and give him a lie detector test. Dude, you wrote Infinity War before it happened. Oh, my God. I said go left. <laughs> That's really fucking funny for one. But I just want to cuz that that whole chunk was just crazy confusing. So to 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 summarize the main character and this piece of pie show up to this man's house and the man is super confused about the fact that this guy who he doesn't know and this talking piece of food is like trying to ask him questions and then I guess like the main character gets I'm, I'm trying to read um so 
I guess because like he came out of nowhere and like he wasn't expecting him, the main character was like, I don't know if this Bob dude is gonna be like, like, uh, I don't know, like trying to fight us. So that's what this whole little fight sequence was that you just read. There's little like it makes no sense and none of, none of it flows at all. That's all I'm getting at. I, I keep going, I guess. <clears throat> uh, as we jump to each side, Scruffy yelled. Get him! <laughs> he he promptly pounced on him, and I tied him up and connecting connected the testing box to him. I lo- oh my god! I love that the main character is carrying around his lie detector test with him. <laughs> I don't know why lie detector tests are so foolproof. Like I don't know why that's they're like not. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like in my mind, I was just like lie detector test, like nailed it. Let's do it. Well, I mean, I until a couple of years ago believed you could feed ducks to feed ducks bread. So, and, you know, we Wait, all. You, you, you no, can't. it fucks them up. You're not supposed to feed ducks bread. I fucked up a lot of ducks in my I, life. Yeah, dude. I fucked up a lot of ducks, too. Yeah, apparently, also, milk is bad for cats. Cartoons fucked us over. <laughs> I was just about to say that I never thought I would say the sentence, I have fucked up a lot of ducks in my life. Mm-hmm. Oh, It's man. a good thing this is oh. the internet and nothing's permanent, right? Oh, yeah. The, like, I've been a fan of... Uh, uh, subreddit called brand new sentence lately yeah i think uh, i think that might be a new one. <laughs> oh, oh man, man. okay okay uh, i'm gonna start over he promptly pounced on him and i tied him up and connected the testing box to him we asked him all the questions we need we need to ask <clears throat> where's dr health onion I need to find him and stop him from further complicating the problem i was chosen to fondle with what is his fascination with fondling with problems I don't know. I don't know. And I'm pretty sure it doesn't stop. Like, I think it's just going to get worse. You know, are you a fan of Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Uh, yes. You know how Boyle always sexualizes his statements without intending it to? Yes. <laughs> this is Boyle. Uh, I don't like, I don't like picturing that. <laughs> okay. Um, Come right. on, Jake. We got to go find Dr. Health Onion. <laughs> no. I got to think of a name for who are we been? Bob Zagrickany. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Read your line again. Uh, fuck you. Where is Dr. <laughs> Health Onion? I need to find him and stop him from further complicating the problem. I was chosen to fondle with. I will never tell you. Tell me or I will burn your jelly beans. Never. I will burn your jelly. So, Dr. Health Onion has jelly beans? Well, I mean, listen, if... I guess I could see you would say that to, like, a human being. I'm going to burn, like, as a euphemism. I mean, why does that stop at an onion? Oh, you mean... What what do you mean, like, euphemism? For what? That's supposed to be testicles, right? No, I was literally going to burn jelly beans. Oh, so this onion does have jelly beans? My original reading was right? Yeah, I... No, 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 no. We're at Bob Zagrickany's house, and apparently he doesn't oh, want to have his... Oh, that's yeah. my fault. Okay. We're trying to find Dr. Health Onion, whoever that is, and and I just threatened to burn this man's candy. <laughs> but it's, it's actually it's very funny in hindsight that you would think I was going to burn his testicles. Well, listen, man, I you're fondling shit over here. I don't know what you're doing. Hey, it, this book is what you make it, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's like a trip to uh, candy craze. Oh God! <laughs> this is bad. All right, okay. I'll read. I'll read my line again. 
Tell me, I will, or I will burn your jelly beans. Never! I quickly grew tired of this and threatened to raid his kitchen. He would not tell, so I was forced to take all of the snacky cakes in his house and, and have me a smorgasbord. He could not bear the sight of his precious loved ones being eaten, for he loves snacky cakes as much as I do. After I was done eating all the precious desserts, he told me where Dr. Health Onion was, but it would not help me solve the case. It would only make it easier. Another feeling of insecurity came over, but this time I knew it was cramps. I'd eaten too many snacky cakes and therefore had avoided my Atkins diet. Because of the howling dogs, I was forced to diet. Long story. This was the end. Oh my god. Oh my god. So apparently it was around the time that the Atkins diet was the thing. I just love that how self-conscious this this crime scene investigator guy is. I I don't Oh man. I don't even know. Like I like I I get that there is like direct ref. Like it's really weird that this is like a time capsule. Like I like I'm basically just like punching back into to like where I was as a kid. But <laughs> I don't like I don't like I I would love to know like what truly inspired this because like clearly I was just ripping ripping jokes off mm -hmm. from uh from movies so I would love to know like what made me go for this whole like detective thing I don't know 2004 I mean that's around the time that Austin Powers was out so maybe it was like a man of mystery thing. I guess I never, I've never seen Austin Powers. I can't think of any other detective based movies around 2004. That would have been popular enough at your age range. Well, age range is not like I, I was to be honest. I, I watched movies I shouldn't have watched when <laughs> I was a kid. Like it's very clear. Like I was watching, like I was absorbing things at an alarming rate. Okay. Um. <clears throat> All right. Chapter three. So, so the very first line of chapter three is, had you fooled, huh? And that was because at the last, at the end of chapter two, I had cramps and had eaten too many snacky cakes and this was the end. So I apparently thought that was really funny. What, what makes the joke even funnier is that chapter two doesn't end on a singular page. It carries over. Yeah, there's no page break. Like there's, like you're literally guessing for like an inch of space. Yeah. Like, not even a millisecond. <laughs> this is bad. I love it. All right, chapter three. Had you fooled, huh? Well, the end truly is over for my diet. <laughs> but... God. But back to the story. I was now on a sizable predicament. I had cramps, and I was forced to solve a big problem. I asked Bob where Dr. Health Onion was, for I had been chosen to fondle with the problem. <laughs> God. <laughs> Comedy comes in threes, I guess. Uh, <clears throat> he told me Dr. Health Onion was located on a secluded island off of... Wakahuichu? Uh, Wakahuichu? I think I just typed enough words to make it sound like Hawaiian, I guess. Um... He, told me, <laughs> he told me Dr. Health Onion was located on a secluded island off of Wakahuichu. I only say Hawaiian because I... Scrolled ahead. Yeah. Uh, wait. Well, now I might just be bad at geography. Where's Waikiki at? I'm pretty sure I'm just bad at geography. Well, I'm not a big enough world traveler to know if these are no, real. No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Waikiki is a beach in Hawaii. Okay. So I was just trying to make shit sound Hawaiian. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, okay. So, upon asking where he was, I now had to find out how to get there. 
I was truly bored with the fact that I now had cramps, had to fondle with this problem, Forced. and had to find God, and had to had to fondle with this problem, and had to find this psycho doctor on a secluded island in which I had no way of getting to. I needed a bath. I would truly burn Bob's jelly beans if he did not tell me how to get onto this island. Uh, <clears throat> this is Bob, I guess. Have we done Bob? Uh, I'm Bob because you're about to read the last line. Okay, cool. I don't. Yeah, yeah, I did do Bob. Okay. Um, you will have to take two boats and a train to get to him. Go to Waikiki and take the train from there to Hikabalulu and from there take the train to Wakahuichu. Waikiki is loaded in Hawaii just off of Makajarina. That's what I love to dip my cheap six in. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, go ahead. <clears throat> Thank you, and God bless. May you never have cramps. God, this guy is fixated on his cramps. Uh, on the flight to Hawaii, we watched movies. The bad ones. As we were in midair, I saw that everyone had become sick from the food they were serving. All right, here's the plot of here's the plot of Airplane happening in, in real time. As we were in midair, I saw that everyone had become sick from the food they were serving. They were serving hamburgers and hot dogs. No, no, no. I just want to point out, hamburgers has a space, hamburgers. <laughs> Ham space burgers. Oh, fair point. <laughs> it's okay. I got to get a few in. Oh, yeah. Don't hold back. Okay. <clears throat> uh, they were serving hamburgers and hot dogs. I had lasagna. We watched two Julia Roberts movies. After watching Pretty Woman twice... My cramps disappeared in the lavatory. Scruffy had bought a CD player for us in which it broke and we were forced to watch Runaway Bride. I found it was... Ugh. Ugh. I found it was better to watch her run away from her own wedding through the wrapper of the peanut bag they gave me on the, on the flight for a snack. The small child in front of me started a game of peekaboo in which three hours from the first game I was putting on scary faces and trying to give the kid a heart attack. Whoop. A true man of the law. Jesus. I What made me laugh was the thought of somebody like augmenting a movie by staring at it through a chip bag. And it was, it, it got me like, that's actually kind of funny to think <laughs> about like, like, like a person staring through cellophane to watch something that actually kind of like, I don't know. It got me a little bit. I'm just glad at a very young, young age, you'd already known the true medicinal power of pretty woman. <laughs> I think I was onto something. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I knew yet. On the second flight, I slept through mostly until the end when I awoke to a new George Clooney movie just starting. I noticed that if you squint your eyes at him, uh, I noticed that if you squint your eyes at him, you can see a very funny clown that is waving at you with a dog's chew toy. This sucks. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm letting you sit on that one. <laughs> I was trying, I told you, I wasn't kidding. Like, it wasn't like, oh, this is funny. This is my raw XD moment. Like, this was literally, like, that's what's happening right now. That's what we're, we're living it. This is great. Uh, but I once again found that this movie was also bettered through the empty wrapper of my peanut bag. Somebody get this man a damn bag of peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> when we came to the last 10 minutes of the flight, George was just about to take a cup and eat it. When the television shut off, a cup. A whole cup? A cup of what? I, 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 a cup, I guess. I don't know. We all experienced bad turbulence and had a very fun time bouncing about the cab. For some reason, a gravity, a gravity switch was turned off and we started floating from each wall. That's the worst part of flying. 
the worst part of prison is the Dementors. Uh, <laughs> when we landed and the switch was turned back on, I was experiencing severe back pains. Uh, I believe I fell, but I am not totally sure. I feel like that's I'm, something you would be sure of. I don't know what I'm trying to like make this character into. Mm-hmm. On the train ride, I was very bored while talking to Scruffy, for I was not making eye contact. I could have sworn he was playing basketball with a defenseless baby seal. What does that even mean? I could have sworn... I could have sworn he was playing basketball with a defenseless baby seal, but I was hallucinating. When the train halted, all the hair hairbrush stumbled into the hall. And John Wayne walked out. I was now seeing Western scenes. The train doors opened, and we were allowed to get our luggage. I was now closer than ever to solving the problem I was chosen to fondle with. What in the fuck? Oh my god! <laughs> like, okay, so I thought, I thought, I have this saved in my, I, I have this saved somewhere. I'll just, I'll scan it, and I'll send it to Trey since we don't have apples and oranges anymore. We'll just read this. It'll be funny. And it'll be charming because I was only like 10 when I did it. And then I found out that I was 12. And now I'm realizing that it's not fucking charming at all. Like, it's weird. Like, this is just weird. And it's not the good kind of weird that you laugh at. This is just the weird weird that you think, I don't want to be by this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, this like, like this is the kind of yeah, weird. Yeah, that that, I called that book four in Apples and Oranges. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, I, the thing, you know, on Twitter... Hell, everybody's going around doing this like, hey, type this sentence and then let autocorrect finish it. That's what this is. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I like to imagine that that it's canon that this is Noodle or like a descendant of Noodle. This was like what that's... this is what Noodle was doing every time Jim was like, go fucking find your own entertainment. Like, yeah, like Noodle, like Noodle, y- your your like in, like interpretation of Noodle is the funny version of what I was trying to do. <laughs> like, you did it well. Like, Noodle was just random enough no. with good character development. Noodle, I'm, Noodle. I'm not, okay. Noodle's I don't want to the- get into the middle of apples and oranges right now because we're in the middle of this book. But I will say that I'm still not over Noodle dying. I'm still pissed off about it. I was going to say, Noodle's whole character is, is leveraged on uh, the fact that he is walking towards his death the entire time. You just don't know it. That's really sad. I know. Fuck you. I was 17 and angsty. <laughs> yeah, girls have boobies. We edited Did around that. <laughs> Did, no, we didn't. No, I know. Believe that, me. That was real. Believe that, me. I, you you I, made me say that and put it on the internet. Dude, I made you say things that will never see the light of day. The episode four was heavily edited. <laughs> Yeah, you were you were really upset about something, and I don't know what it was. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was pretty bad. <laughs> I think I I don't know if it made it the cut or not, but I think I had said something to the extent of the only way that the the pieces that we have read will ever be heard is if we reach some bizarre milestone of raising money for charity. And you said, yeah, we <laughs> cosmically just owe that to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i really i really think that was our magnum opus like it was yours and then it was ours when we read it Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's even like that is that is an underlined point while reading this book all right chapter four that's yours 
When you arrived at Oakahui Tiu, uh, I don't know how to pronounce that, and I think I butchered it. I called That's better than I said it. I called Bob via the latest spy technology. He uh, he actually found that in the Sky Mall magazine. I called Bob via the latest spy technology, tooth phone. <laughs> so in 2004, was like Bluetooth just like kind of reaching your uh, vocabulary? No, I don't know that Bluetooth was even in my radar. I think tooth phone was from something. I, I'm googling I, it now. I don't think I'm too far away from Spy Kids. What did I get tooth phone from? Phone tooth, best inventions of 2002. That's literally what I'm reading right now. I mean, there's also Timmy the Tooth. No, well, yeah, but no. Um, Did Timmy the Tooth have a phone tooth? I don't know. I'm trying to figure out a phone tooth. No, I, I guess, I guess I just read about a phone tooth. I don't know. I really want to believe that Timmy the Tooth had a phone tooth. Well, but Timmy the Tooth was a tooth yeah so, so you'd imagine he'd have a, a phone tooth a phone tooth did timmy the tooth have teeth oh my god <laughs> it doesn't look like he has teeth but he does have a tongue well that's just bad writing join <laughs> <Between> the club <laughs> i can say it now i'm in the club timmy the tooth, timmy the tooth didn't have teeth and no that's a that's a real bummer. That well, really bummed me out. That would be if, like, our fingers were little humans, though. I'd be fine with that, too. I don't think I would be. I really, I think I answered without thinking what that would mean. Mm -hmm. And that's a terrifying thought. I just think that it's a missed opportunity. It's like a, like a recursive missed opportunity to not give Timmy the Tooth teeth. You know what's really funny is they called Timmy the Tooth the Adventures of Timmy the Tooth. So I clearly got the adventures of Timmy from the Timmy the Tooth. Which is even better. Oh my god. Life, yeah, nothing is real. I'm starting to believe you. Okay. If you start to believe me, that only makes it worse for me. <laughs> okay. Uh, let me see, let me see, let me see. Where was I? Tooth phone. Uh, tooth phone. I asked him where I could find him now that I was on the island, and he told me that since I could not raid his snacky cakes or burn his jelly beans, I was on my own. This bubbled my bikini. I wanted to ask people where the most secluded air secluded R of the island was area of the <laughs> island was, but I was not able to speak the language. But being a great detective slash spy, I used my pocket voice translator. I quickly asked one of the locals where I could find this place. He told me that I could find it at the highest room of the biggest of all hotels on the highest hill. I looked up and saw the biggest hotel I'd ever seen. I knew I had to climb it, but I didn't have any shoes on. Where are your shoes? I didn't have any oh. shoes on. This is a bizarre story, and I will tell you it. During the flight with the small child, I took off my shoes and made a face out of my shoes with scissors, glue, and masking tape. God. Okay. Just, I'm not even... Just... I was... Okay. Now I have to say it. Um, I guess I was also, like, heavily inspired by Shrek. Mm -hmm. um, because the, the onion with little... Sorry, my... I have, like, little footstool that just fell the the onion with brown hairs thing was clearly from shrek and um and the highest room what did I, what was the line uh i'm trying to find it the highest room of the biggest of all hotels on the highest hill that one's at, at best very inspired by the princess is locked in the highest room 
of the tallest tower. Oh my god. I don't know why. To me, I was I was trying to connect it to Lord of the Rings whenever they were saying, you will find him at the Prancing Pony or something like that. Like, just trying to get <laughs> descriptive as possible. Oh, oh man. And then I made a face out of my shoes. Oh, man. All right, here we go. Uh, but I quickly saw a conveniently located mountain gear store at the bottom of the hill. Although I found it a little pricey, but I could not argue. I paid the man $450 for the size 10 hiking boots. I wear a size 8. I clearly could not walk right, for I wanted to have a presentable shoe size. <laughs> I asked the man if he had any smaller sizes, in which he didn't. So I stumbled my way out of the store and up the hill. Boy, did I feel stupid. But I found the... I found the funny and made peace with my inner negotiator. What? <laughs> I, boy, did I feel stupid. Period. Capital B. But I found the funny and made peace with my inner negotiator. That's how, that like, I think you just split an atom. Like trying to go two different directions with that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'm just saying like I found the funny of the situation uh -huh. and made peace and made peace with it. But instead of saying with it, I said with my inner negotiator. Right, uh, maybe, yeah. Maybe I was just trying to sound f fucking smart. I don't know what I was doing there. <clears throat> I think this episode is just going to turn out to be sad. <laughs> no, I, I mean, it's funny. It, it's funny. He was very, yeah. <clears throat> he was very yeah, understanding. That's a very, that's a very apologetic, it's funny. No, no, it's funny. <laughs> you're, shut up. You're only, you're only doing worse. I'm just going to keep reading. He was very understanding, although I had to bribe him with flaming hot chips. I knew he would like the long hike, so I let him in my backpack. I let him in my backpack next to Scruffy. He was a very friendly and made friends with Scruffy quickly. So, <clears throat> in my mind, I had imagined that Scruffy had been walking side by side, but you've got a banjo kazooie situation going on with Scruffy just hanging out in your main character's backpack. <laughs> That's so much funnier. You you remember uh, Putt Putt Saves the Zoo, and how Putt Putt? No. You never played Putt Putt Saves the Zoo? No. Aw, well now my joke goes nowhere. <laughs> what is this game? You've never heard of Putt Putt Saves the Zoo? No, but the name is so funny, and hearing you say it so fast only makes it funnier. But if you were this car <laughs> called Putt Putt. And you traveled to the zoo, and you it was a point-and-click <laughs> game by Jumpstart. <laughs> Fuck you, I'm not the weird one here. You're not the weird one. Go find I us am. some problems. Oh, God, this is so funny. I, it's just very funny to hear you describe it. Yeah, and Putt-Putt had a little dog, and the dog <laughs> hung out in the glove compartment, which was your bottom UI. <laughs> And I think it's I think it's because I'm looking at Google images of it and you're fucking nailing it right now. Yeah, I didn't, even, I didn't even get to the cheese squiggles. <laughs> Wait, what? The cheese squiggles were an item you could pick up to feed to one of the animals to keep going. <laughs> oh god. What color was putt putt? Purple! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why this is so fucking funny to me. Oh god. I don't know how I've never heard of this game. Actually, I do know. I just never heard of it. It seems like it's very niche. Niche? 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 I don't know how the word... Now I gotta Google Putt-Putt Saves the Zoo Cheese Squiggles. Are you sure they were cheese squiggles? Because that doesn't return it. Oh, they were cheese squiggles. Yep. They were purple. Don't you fucking question my Putt-Putt Saves the Zoo knowledge. Okay, 
when did this come? What is this? I would guess 97. I didn't have a computer back then. You can actually buy this shit on Steam. Yeah, it exists. A good friend of mine. That's so funny. Yeah. It's a fucking great game. 1995. This reminds me of like the Scholastic like point and click game. Oh, yeah. It was Jumpstart and kind of like up there with uh, Pajama Sam and um, what were some other ones? There was a bunch. Pajama Sam, Spy Fox. Oh, wow, there was Puppa Travels Through Time? <laughs> Freddy Fish? You never played Freddy Fish? Oh, God, no. I played Word Munchers. What the hell? That? No. I'm not the weird one here. Maybe I am. I don't know. Look up Word Munchers. Word Munchers was a, was a computer lab game. <clears throat> oh, I kind of remember this. And then we had math munchers too, which was just as bad. Or maybe and it was number number munchers. For the younger audience, uh, we used to have teachers that would rather let us play video games than uh, teach. <laughs> we used to have TVs that were not flat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we used to have this thing called chalkboards. <laughs> you fucking smart boards, get out of here. Oh, God. <laughs> I, and we I played watched, a game where you got dysentery and it was the funnest fucking thing we ever played. And there was an episode where he literally jumped a shark. <laughs> and for the record, it was the best one. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. <clears throat> At the risk of keeping people from this story, let's continue. All right. Uh, let me see. He was very friendly. I'm actually crying. I actually have tears in my eyes. He was very friendly and oh. made friends with Scruffy quickly. Once at, the bottom, once at the top of the hill, I noticed that the air had become thinner and I could not breathe as well. I knew that I would not be able to breathe big gulps, so I had to improvise. <laughs> being, the great, uh, being the great spy detective I am, I pulled out my oxygen tank for such purposes as this. Man, this guy really is the Swiss army knife of people. You're pr- and I address that right now. <laughs> oh my god, you're probably... I, I don't know if I should feel good or bad that I'm like calling the shots of this character. I, I knew you were going to ask, so I wrote it all those years ago. Yeah, our friendship is was predicated on this. You probably... But travels through time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, let's see. Being the great spy detective I am, I pulled out my oxygen tank for purposes such as this. You're probably wondering why where I am storing my cool gadgets. I have a very big pocket the size of Alaska on my cool spy detective pants. You cannot tell that it's there, but you can feel it. It lightens the weight to feather light, so I'm able to carry lots of weight. But I pulled out my oxygen tank and began to breathe. I knew that once I got to the hotel, I would need a plan. So I quickly pulled out my spy detective land cruiser vehicle, LCV in parentheses. I drove straight toward the hotel and across the moat around it. Upon reaching the hotel, I put up my LCV and grabbed my extra tall ladder. (laughs) I scaled it up to the top floor and got in without breaking the glass with my trusty glass cutter. You introduced so many tools and so little time. Hey, you got to ramp up quick. Yeah, especially when you only have like three pages left. I I scaled it up to the top floor and got in without breaking the glass with... Well, wait, I read that wrong. I got into the room and found a man, about 30, standing next to a desk. He leaned over and picked up a cookie from where I don't know and started munching. Hello, hello, Dr. Health Onion. Okay. 
<clears throat> Please call me HO. So I, I want to point out something here. I printed it. Ho. <laughs> yeah. And then put an asterisk by it and then specified that it was H period O period because my mom was going to read this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was trying so hard to figure out what that was going to turn out to be. And I did not expect that in all of Honestly, because your O looks like a D. And so I thought it was HD. And I thought I was trying to connect the P to PhD. And like it was some like meta humor. Jesus Christ, you were going, no, you, you had way too much credit for me. <laughs> I don't know what I thought that was. Oh, God. Okay. <clears throat> Please, call me H.O. All right, Ho. <laughs> Why do you insist on further complicating the matters of the square root of a piece of pie? Because I have tried to figure out this problem for the last 20 years. It's only become more complicating. It's on, it has only become... I'm just going to leave it. It has only become more complicating. It's like potty training. Once you learn to use the toilet, you have to learn to... God. Once you learn to use the toilet, you have to learn to stop the tinkle in the bed. Oh, no! I, I, I don't think that's from a movie. I made that up. I must I, have thought that was funny. I do kind of find it funny. It's like, to learn something, you must unlearn something. That <laughs> was wise beyond my years. Uh-huh. Oh, man. <clears throat> I think this is me. Um, okay. Well, what if we put our heads together? My information with your information? I even have a piece of blackberry, blackberry pie scruffy to work on. Hey! Scruffy said. I even have a negotiator from inside me. <laughs> what? <laughs> My Okay, so I guess, I guess that I made... Jesus, <laughs> what a what a weird way to call it back. Remember when I said I found the funny and made peace with my inner negotiator? Mm -hmm. There's a callback. Have it. <laughs> Do whatever you want with it, I guess. I even have a negotiator from inside me. Freaky, I know. That is a very that is very smart. He can help me. He can help. I get twenty billion dollars if I solve this, and I could split that with you. What do you say? I'll sleep on it. Chapter five. What a cliffhanger. Yeah, I know. I mean, I like how our main protagonist is slipping to the dark side. Yeah, apparently he's just like trying to fucking. Look, I talked to pies. If I can get $10 million out of this, I'll be fine. No one's going to believe this. $10 billion. Ten, oh, no, I'm sorry. Think of what Nick Cage, who can talk to pies, will do with $10 billion. <laughs> These idiots don't know that you can just use a TI calculator to find out the square root of a pie. A, B, C, D. I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire. <laughs> I like to imagine that you're that you're reading is Nicolas Cage. I wasn't, but now I'm gonna. I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> chapter five. The next day. Oh, shit. This means I get the last chapter. Get <laughs> <laughs> the end big. The next day. After a bath. We all sat down and thought about it. H.O. agreed to solve it. 
we worked patiently day and night to get it solved. And just for context, we're solving the square root of a piece of pie. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen, if you asked me to solve a square root of a piece of pie, I'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah, any normal person would. It turned out that Bob had been wrong. H.O. was intelligent, and he had all the equipment to solve it. He agreed to split the money, but he only wanted 40%. And with that money, he would buy jelly beans. Man knows what he wants. I guess uh, for the next three years, we worked tediously. Three years? Three whole years. One day, while sitting on the couch working on a way to solve this, H.O. screamed, I got it! Wait. Hang on, H.O. screen. How did H.O. talk? I got it. The square root of a piece of pie is not complicated. I have solved the hardest equation in the world. The square root is popcorn. It's completely easy. It all comes together now. I thought he was a few french fries short of a Happy Meal, but when oh I Oh my god! The... What? <laughs> okay. So your mom is a very lovely person. And I, I know her obviously through you. But you mentioned uh-huh. earlier that she works at the dentist's office. Yeah. I, my family's lawn service cuts that office. And I have heard her use that phrase, a few french fries <laughs> short of a Happy Meal. And I remember the first, when we first started cutting that yard and I heard her use that, I was like, oh, that's a great saying. I love that saying. <laughs> so well, here it is coming back. Up. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's so weird. I don't know where I got that from. So apparently from her. Yeah, it was that's to, that's totally Maybe your mom. I started it. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Did your mom read? Well, yeah, obviously because you had to put that little footnote. <laughs> yeah, she read it. Uh, no, I, the likelihood that I got it from her is much higher. Um, I thought he was a few French fries short of a Happy Meal, but when I look at the work he did on Scruffy, it all added up. The square root was popcorn. I could not believe it. We alerted the press and we became local heroes of Hawaii. Everyone knew our names. One day, while at an autograph session, the CCN, the CCN, the CCN. Did you just not know CNN? (laughs) Uh, Oh, no, I guess I did. Okay, the CCN came and did a big interview about us and told us we would be on the Larry Bling show. So I guess that I was just trying to not say CNN and Larry Bling. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I mean, this alternate universe where pies can talk. Well, that, and I had to worry about copyright. Oh, of course. (laughs) Okay. We were making more and more money as each month passed. Okay, where would they be getting money from? Like, what? Like, what is solving this equation? Well, I mean, you got you got uh, book deals, merchandise deals, (laughs) movie rights, the podcast. You know, how clinical? How clinical your response is? (laughs) All right. We were making more month, more and more money as each month passed. We all moved back to where George lived, and by the time by that, God, we all moved back to where George lived, and by that time he had been looking for us. He had been looking for a friendship. We all moved into town and built an enormous mansion for all of us to live in. It paid off taking the case of the square root of a piece of pie. I quit my job as a detective and became a detective spy agent. What? I quit you my be- job as a detective and became a detective spy agency out of the business wing in our house. Mm-hmm. I quit my job as a detective and became a detective slash spy agency out of the business wing in our house. Sorry, I don't know why that took me so long to read. I mean, it's very ambitious. I quit my job as a detective and became a detective. A whole agency. Well, I think it's <laughs> the like- entire agency. Like you you mastered from being Qui-Gon Jinn to being Yoda, essentially. That's what that is. 
All right, fair enough. And actually, I'm pretty sure that one of the plot lines in that movie, Bringing Down the House, is when he quits his law firm and opens his own firm. So that's probably what I was reading. Ah, uh, okay. <clears throat> okay. Cut out the middleman. <sighs> H.O. built a room just for him, filled with jelly beans of all flavors. I promised I would not burn them. Oh, so there's still that tension. <laughs> you gotta keep things spicy. Oh, yeah. The two... The two pie slices became best friends and built two rooms and connected them and made a special filling station to change their fillings. Hmm. Life was truly nice. I built a giant room supplied around the clock with snacky cakes. <laughs> and right and right next to that room, I built a full gym with a bathroom. And in parentheses, in case of cramps. This guy has dedicated his life to cramps. And the avoidance. I quickly ate and sculpted my way to a better-looking body. My instinct to call George Shirley has died down. My cramps have gone, and now I can handle sugary foods. Little Nebish has decided to sponsor me in my ways of going on the snacky cake diet. It was going great, all because of the smart mind of H.O., courtesy... Oh, sorry. All because of the smart mind of H.O., courteous ways of Scruffy, and intellect of my negotiator, and we were... What? All because of the smart mind of H.O., courteous ways of Scruffy, and intellect of my negotiator, and we solved the world's hardest equation. I don't even... Whatever. Oh, that's the last sentence of the chapter five. Surprise. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Chapter uh, chapter six. Oh, man. <clears throat> well, this is my concluding chapter. I guess we must say our goodbyes. We all learned many valuable lessons in my story. One, always go for the goal and never quit. Two... Never eat too many snacky cakes as to where you get as to where you get cramps. Okay. Uh and 3, friends will always help you through. So it turned out the square root of a piece of pie was popcorn. Who knew? But you always know that the impossible can happen, but only if you put your mind to it. Sometimes with a little help. <laughs> what am I doing? You know in in the office where Michael Scott's like sometimes or no no he's like like Oh, God, I don't know the beginning part, but where it's like I start a sentence and sometimes I don't know where it's going to end. That whole leading spiel is this. That's this entire book. Yeah. <laughs> I know that my story is a little wacky and that I had done weird things, but that's my story and I'm sticking to it. I know it seems weird and sick and maybe a little demented, but alas, exclamation mark. <laughs> it gave you a few laughs along the way. Well, I know my pants are cool and I have an LCV and many more gadgets, but we all need to get along. I mean, go outside and do a community service. I, I'm cringing so hard right now. Oh, my God. I mean, I, I'm trying to be I'm trying. I'm trying to read that as straight as possible. And I lost it. I mean, go That's out, fair. I mean, go outside and do community service. Change the world. Help the elderly. Make a difference. But please, kids, don't feed the animals. They're on a strict diet. Uh, and the marzipans won't land on your house if you're good for santa so i guess i was in a homestar runner <laughs> homestar oh man the system is down the system is down uh <laughs> marzipan <laughs> i know you want to talk to me in person but i'm seriously running out of things to say my gatorade is a running thing what my gatorade is running thing i think i uh, I think I was supposed to say running thin. Uh, I'm actually pretty sure that I was drinking a Gatorade when I wrote this. I am, I am losing energy. Well, this has been my story of the case well known as the square root of a piece of pie. It truly was a great case to take, too. 
I guess that uh, truly means you can't have your uh, slice of cake and eat it too. I don't know where I was going with that joke. I think that was as bad as this <laughs> fucking book. I heard what you said. <laughs> I just scrolled down to the drawing. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to figure, I'm zooming in. Cause okay. So my sister drew this for me and I'm trying. So clearly there's a piece of pie bottom, right? Like that's the top of a piece of pie. Yeah. But there's a waste paper basket. And I'm trying to figure out what she put in the waste paper basket. It says like Eden. E O N Eat. Maybe that's like a Twinkie. I don't know. I don't know. I can't tell what that is. But then I credit her with the illustration. And then you can see the date and the time in which I printed this. June 2004. At 2.51. 2 PM. Well, no. That that was the time that she faxed me back this drawing of the uh, of of our titular, not titular. Our protagonist. Yeah, our protagonist. I, she, yeah, so that was that was bad. She uh, she wrote "Love you, bub," so she was clearly supportive. Yep, I wish she wouldn't have done that because it ended up being the uh, the last page of my book. So. Yeah, what an asshole. I know I should have used whiteout and been like, I love you too, but are you kidding me right now? <laughs> I, I, I actually, I actually do remember being like, like, damn it. Now I have to like, just put that on the back and it's going to say, love you, bub. And, and <laughs> what do I do with that? Like, that's not going to make sense to my many readers. Millions of people are going to be confuzzled. I, re okay. So I remember being insanely proud of this. Like, I remember thinking like, this is so well written. <laughs> as a kid and then i also remember reading it while i was like i think i i got this again when i was like 24 or 25 mm -hmm. and i read it then and i was like this is funny like this is cringy and funny and now at 27 i don't ever want to read this again like <laughs> i want to i want to put it back in in the in the attic and never recall it again well it's a good thing that we have immortalized it in the ever existing i posted this on reddit <laughs> This sucks. What? <laughs> God. So what was the response on Reddit? Um, It got like a fair amount of upvotes. Like it wasn't like front page material, but it got like 170 upvotes. Did, were there any comments? Um, Yeah. Let's let's go to Reddit and figure out what they said, because I'm sure it's worth something. Oh, my God. You know, you've never played this game, but there's a game called Undertale. <laughs> you've never played this game, but there's this game called Putt-Putt Saves the Zoo. <laughs> <laughs> You've never played this game, but there is a game called Undertale, and your uh -huh. main character, depicted by your sister, looks some like something straight out of Undertale. Really? Yeah, and it really that would be that would be fun. Like that would be fun to find some sort of like sync up. Maybe I like invented something without knowing it. Oh yeah, most definitely. Uh, I'm getting the. That was uh, hard, man. That was really difficult to for me to do. Like I can't imagine what it was like for you to do apples and oranges now. Uh, well, it, it actually, helps. apples and oranges was definitely better. Okay, it wasn't that great. I'm sending you a uh, link to this particular image. So, okay. Uh, on Discord or? Yeah, it's on Discord. Oh. 
It's like Bart Simpson mixed with a really bad, like, dinosaur. <laughs> what is this from? It's from Undertale. I need to check this out. What is, is it like a new game, an old game? Uh, it came out around the time that I started streaming. It's a fun game and it's on the Switch. Oh, okay, so it's pretty, pretty recent. It's a very, it's a subversive game. So I'm reading, um, okay, so the very top comment on, so it had 172 uh, upvotes. And the top comment says, this beats a story I wrote about an iron fence when I was seven. <laughs> so take that. Mm -hmm. Um and then the second comment says, this is beyond awesome, I am sure, and don't call me Shirley. To which I replied, I may have watched Airplane a lot as a kid. Um, and then another person said, did you read a lot of Daniel Pinkwater as a child? If not, you really should. Oh, my and God. Now, I don't know that I ever did my due diligence with that comment. I'm so Googling it. Yeah, let's figure out who Daniel Pinkwater is. <laughs> He made Putt Putt Saves the Zoo. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true, but goddamn. Oh my god. Oh man, Daniel Pinkwater, he wrote um, nothing that I recognize. Yeah, I don't uh, recognize any of this either. Uh, yeah, none of this. I, I read a lot as a child, and none of this looks. Uh, none of this looks like recallable in some um, of his artwork he looks like fucking grew from despicable me yeah i would agree with that um the picture of morty and ray Rickett. that seems that seems familiar well if copyright wasn't a thing i think that'd be fun to read <laughs> <laughs> uh someone else said uh oh it was me. I said I had to, I, I gave context. I said I had to cliff noted H.O. because I didn't want people to say ho. And that's about it. Amazing. Yeah, it was something else. God, I know that I wrote some stories very similar to this. And I was kind of burying the lead here because it was around the time Jurassic Park 3 came out. Which one would that have been? Jurassic Park 3 uh that came out in 2001 so i would have been 10 or 11 and i remember specifically after that seeing that movie i wrote my own story but it was very much much like how red apples and oranges red versus blue that story i wrote was jurassic park 3 i just wouldn't acknowledge it <laughs> and i remember i i i'm gonna riff names because i don't remember verbatim but it was like the main characters went to a store and they bought some supplies from Barry. And then later on, they went to the airport and got tickets and bought some tickets from Larry. And I remember writing in parentheses, <laughs> Barry and Larry were brothers, just so you know. <laughs> it was very much in line with what you wrote here. I just, I don't have it. Oh, man. Yeah, this, so my aunt sent, uh, or like found this and like the book we just read. And, um, and like gave it back to me and i was uh i was like oh my god i haven't seen this since i was legitimately 13 i mean i have my the book i texted you the great ride in dino land it's it's super short wait i don't recall that 
Yeah, it's uh, it was a book. It was actually for a class project, so I have it like hardbound and illustrated by me, and it's super short. Oh my god! I'm like I, but I wouldn't be able to like, I would only be able to read it to you. I don't think I could. I don't have a scan of it. Yeah, I just did like what we did. I just did it with um, with uh, an app. I just yeah. There's this like there's this thing called the iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> I drove to this place called the App Store. Yeah. No, uh, but for real, I did do it with an app. So if, if that were what you wanted to do, you could do that. I don't think it'd be a full would, po- podcast episode. Oh, that's the only bad thing. Hey, I would still take it. Like I would be, I would be very happy to hear mm-hmm. that. I don't even know. I don't even know where to go from here. I'm, I'm just like, that was a, that was a lot. Well, I mean, it was an hour and 25 minutes was, which is longer than some of the apples and oranges episodes we read. I don't know if that's good. Like I, I don't think that's a good thing. I don't, I don't even want to know. Like, I don't even, I, I honestly like this podcast. If it were a YouTube video, I would turn off the comments. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't even want to hear about it. I just want to, I just want to let it die. <laughs> oh man. It, it's like, it's like, I'm going to go out on a limb because I've had a fair amount of, of whiskey. It's like telling all of your friends how great your grandfather is and then finding out your grandfather is extremely racist. Oh, no. <laughs> like, that's how this feels to me. Like, it's like, it's like, dude, it's going to be awesome. Like, he makes the best breakfast and he's so much fun to be around. And then, like, we all get around him and he says, like, something very inflammatory. And you're just like, Ooh. I've had the wrong impression. Yeah, you're like, oh, man, I, I have had my grandpa pegged wrong the entire time. It's going to be a maze. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that was from Community where they find out that the groundskeeper was racist because he had like a Nazi tattoo <laughs> and he tries to defend it by saying it's going to be a maze. <laughs> that took some explaining, but that's super funny. <laughs> oh, and God. Troy's just like, oh, my God, he was racist. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well, we were all young and dumb. I put myself out there now. I man, now it's really, the fucking audience's turn. Yeah. Yes, I was just about. That's where I was going. I really want. I, I want to keep doing this. I do too. I don't think we got the kind of uh, reception. I think that would warrant its own spinoff. Yeah, I would agree. Like, I think I think it should just stick within the Tapstream podcast. Yeah, just as a fun thing. Like, even if we don't do this weekly, but like, say, I don't know, a couple months from now, somebody. But, I will say, like, I'm fully prepared when that day comes. Oh, yeah. Like, if somebody sends something in, like, at askthetap at gmail.com, I will, we're down to read it. Well, uh, yeah, no, no. I, I mean, yes, of course, I'm I'm prepared to read whatever anybody sends. But I am prepared to spin this show off. If oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I got occurs. it. Yeah. And, and we still... It's not going to be as 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 total. It's not going to be as total as uh, I don't know. Why I said that so weird as as apples and oranges, but uh, we do still have our zombie novel that we wrote, mm-hmm. which I it still have. It wasn't a novel, and I'm hoping you have my because I think I have yours, mm-hmm. but I don't have mine. Oh man. 
How could you let me do this? <laughs> I can't believe you've done this. I, mm, you, I'm not even going to talk to you, but I'm not even going to bring it up anymore. I'm just going to say apples and oranges was better than this. And, and that's why this was unfair. <laughs> Oh man! I was twelve. I listen. I was seventeen. So and yours came out better. Well, I mean, relative. It all scales up, like we said. Man, that was a lot. That was a lot to do. So what do you want? What do you want to do, man? You want to, you want to wrap this up with a pretty bow and talk about apples and oranges for a second? Okay. I mean, yeah. You got any? Uh... Any questions or anything you wanted to bring up about apples and oranges in general? I just, I really, like, I just wanted to bring up that, let's see, it's been what, like three weeks since we read? Dude, you know when we started? It, no. it was, it was early February. No way. Yeah. That's super weird. Uh, I'm scrolling back in our Discord message because we really don't talk that much on Discord. No, we really don't use Discord at all. Um... February 16th is when we read the first episode. That's wild. Yep. That no, that was book three. Was... How far? Whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on. Okay, keep keep digging back. It was... February 9th. That's really weird. Yep. I don't know how I feel about it. That's how long ago it took us to read Apples and Oranges. And yet we got through this so fast. Oh man. Oh, man. So what were we gonna say? Did you have any particular questions about apples and oranges? Or uh, no, I was gonna say how how long has it been since we read uh, last? Since we concluded the series oh. that is apples and oranges. We uh, it's been about two weeks, I think. This is when we recorded last. Because we read book four and finale at the same time, and it's been two weeks since those have uh, released. Man, that was an absolute bummer. It really, like I, I've, it's it's left a hole for sure. What's like funny I, to I, me is that the you can you can feel the change in our mood when Noodle dies, and like the the I, uh, I agree with that the podcast and not in a negative way, but it kind of nosedives like in just overall mood. And I I'm listen I, I'm going to pat ourselves on the back. I thought we did a pretty damn good job. <laughs> conveying that scene the the death scene yeah i i will say that we we did like we did not pull any punches like we we definitely like for better or for worse went for sad went for happy went for gasps like we did we did a good job mm -hmm. i i uh i had a I had a, a large time reading that and it's a it's an absolute bummer that uh that it's gone. And what's funny to me is that also fuck you by the way. You just sent me a picture that is a reference to for sale and I know you want to read for sale. <laughs> Wait, whoa, is it? Hang on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Is it? Yeah. No, don't play coy. You know what that is. No, I don't. What did you send well, me? I just found it and I realized it was from you cuz I was looking for this zombie novel. Yeah, this is a reference to for sale. It's from the first episode. Okay, leave it at that, and I'm going to have to go figure out what you're talking about because I definitely don't remember that. But while we're here, we can talk about For Sale if you want. <laughs> I'm still very nervous about For Sale, man. 
And I, I can sum it up the, the best way with this. In community, uh, community is, is, is set at a community college where they are all just uh, misguided oafs that are lovable. And they're constantly just missing the mark. And the school is run by a dean who's constantly trying to legitimize the school because he feels guilty for it being a community college. Not to discredit community colleges. I'm just, that's what the story is about for him. And so the dean gets really excited about having a celebrity endorse the school and have a statue. And that person was Luis Guzman. And there was a whole episode where Luis Guzman goes and visits the school. But before that, this is and this is real life. Dan Harmon had actually reached out to Mark Hamill and said, here's this role. I would be honored if you would love to come star in this episode and and have the statue made of you. And that that would be that. And and Mark Hamill wrote a really message, a really kind message back that said, listen, I find the joke hilarious. I think it's really kind of you that you reached out to me. I don't know if I'm at that point in my career where I am ready to take that kind of punch. And that's where I'm kind of feeling with like with with for sale is that it's I get what the joke of apples and oranges is, but for sale is so close to me that I don't know if I'm ready to be vulnerable about it. And that's what I'm worried about. That's a that's a really good um, <laughs> like allude like that alludes to a really good story. Uh-huh. Like you, You've made a good tie in. Um, I live I got, through TV. I, I got I got too caught up on how cool of a story that was though, and I lost the point of what you're trying to make. No, <laughs> uh, but I'm, follow, I'm I'm following you now, and I I get it. Yeah, but I just had to say, you 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 like, you, you're not supposed to say interesting things when you're trying to make an illusion because now I was like, oh shit, that's an interesting story, and I I ended up googling Louis Guzman. <laughs> right. Um. No, I I understand. I get it. I don't know. I'm not happy about it, but I guess. I think if you pressed hard enough, I could probably read episode one tonight. If I pressed hard enough? Yeah. Just to see what people's reactions are like. I would uh I would be very happy if that happened. Are we cliffhanging? I mean it's up to you. I've been pushing for this since a long time. <sighs> God damn. I've got my I've got my copy very ready. I need to stop looking through my my. I, I must be dwindling. I, I looked like so. I don't know. I don't. For one, I don't know how that picture I sent you is a callback to for sale. I'm it's in the first like, episode. You want to read I'm it and find to, out? Yeah, I'm gonna have to flip back through episode one and find out. Tune in next week, everybody. Me, ask me if I want to read it on on air. We're gonna do it next episode. Fuck yes, I want to read it on air. All right, next episode, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you. <laughs> yes. Next week. all right everybody that does it for the square root of a piece of pie we hope that you enjoyed this particular episode and i hope that you are looking forward to next week when we read at least one episode of for sale um i don't know how it's gonna go and i'm kind of a little nervous but i think we'll be fine uh but of course if you did enjoy this episode don't forget to like it subscribe share it do whatever it is you need to do to uh help make people's days better uh, and help us get this podcast out there 
Um, if you enjoyed Dear Christopher, you can find him at Dear Christopher on every social media platform as well as Mixer.com slash Dear Christopher. Uh, if you enjoyed me, you can find me at the tap stream on every social media platform possible. I am posting videos, uh, bite-sized videos for you to enjoy what I do uh, normally on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays at Mixer.com slash the tap stream. Uh, this coming week is going to be Dark Souls 2 uh, continuation since we have been start playing it for the last couple weeks. Uh, more Mario Maker on Thursday and potentially Yoshi's Crafted World. I have that game coming in via Gamefly, but it has not arrived yet, but I suspect it will by Thursday. So I would I would expect some kind of split time between Mario Maker and Yoshi's Crafted World on Thursday. <laughs> Uh, I do want to go ahead and say that I am gearing, shifting gears and am reaching the busiest part of my my day job. And that means streams might be having to reconsider the schedule. I don't know why the streams are going to reconsider it. I'm the one who has to reconsider it. I might have to reconsider the schedule uh, just because I expect that I'm going to be getting off later from work. Uh, if this starts to cut into our usual time, uh, on a regular basis, I'm I'm gonna change some things. I'm gonna try and hold what we have by starting at 5:30 p.m. Central Standard Time, well, Central Daylight Time. Uh, but if that does not work out, um, expect a change pretty soon. But uh, yeah, other than that, I like to end the podcast on what's been the highlight of my week, and I would have to say that the highlight of my week would be, um, I. I am part of a team on Mixer called the Variety Pack, and it is an incredible team. And just this week, we have opened up applications for people to apply to see if they would like to to be a part of the team and see if they are uh, fitting the criteria which is set forth. The response that we have seen from that, from opening applications and tweeting about it, has been phenomenal. And uh, that that made me really happy this week. It's going to be a lot of work moving forward, but it is uh, it is a happy feeling nonetheless. But what about you? What's been the highlight of your week? I need to know. Let me know at the tap stream on any social media platform of your choice using the hashtag the tap stream highlight, or even if you just take a moment to acknowledge what your highlight has been. It's always good to just reflect on the week. But uh, yeah, that's going to do it for this episode, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful week. <laughs>